Hello, hello. I'm Len Tillum. I'm a lawyer. And this is a first. This is the first show I've ever done where I'm not on any stinking radio station. This show will only be podcast from now on. That's right. Podcasting only. You want to listen to this show? Tell a friend. You got to get it on iTunes or at lentillum.com. We'll talk about that more. I am so tired of being fired from radio stations. First, KGO fires me and all of the other people there for budgetary reasons to save money. I was the number one show on KGO for years. And now KKSF, I can't even say it, KKSF 910 just fired me also. I imagine it's for budgetary reasons. So I'm tired of owners. I'm tired of commercials and most of you can now get this show on the internet. You can download it. I'm going to do a daily show. I'm doing this first show. I don't even have phone lines. I'm a call-in show. And I can't even get calls today. We're working on that. I got fired on Thursday. Today is Monday, April Fool's Day, April 1st. This is not an April Fool joke. This joke, this show is coming at you live. And I'm going to do it on the podcast. I don't need no stinking radio station. And you don't need no stinking radio station. Tell a friend. Len Tillum's on iTunes or at lentillum.com. You click podcast. I don't have phone lines. This happened so suddenly last Thursday. We're getting phone lines put in. And when the phone lines come in, it'll be the same old number that I've used for years. There's no point in calling that number because you can't get through. We are working on getting that solved. But rather than lose my audience and the momentum I built up by doing a show with John Favreau last week, I'm going to put some of the best old calls we've had. So this is older calls. Now, don't worry about it. You haven't heard these calls, or if you did, it was so long ago. We went and looked for really good calls. And we're going to give them to you. And we're going to do a show, so stick around. Len Tillum, the lawyer, is back. We're podcasting. No commercials. It's a call-in show, and someday I'll have phones, and you can call in. But you can listen to this, and please tell a friend. Let's start the show. Emily in San Mateo, why are you calling a lawyer? Um, I'm calling a lawyer because uh, my 68-year-old mother, uh, who's a social worker and is unsavvy as they come, was identified by the IP address at her house um, as having downloaded and shared a really raunchy porn movie. Y your mother's how old? 68. She's not into porn, is she? Uh, no. <laughs> so what happened? Do you know? Um, the best guess is the only reason she had Internet at her house was she had some uh, people renting a room um, that wanted Internet, so she... Uh, was too nice and said, okay, if you pay the difference, I'll add, I'll add it to my Comcast. Bill. In other words, Comcast, you know, gives you TV pictures and you pay a little extra, you can get the internet, right? You get Wi-Fi from them. And that's um, what she did. Yeah, they got a cable modem. Yeah, uh, okay, on her name. So the tenants, are they still there? No, no. The tenants he, downloaded a lot of pornography, it sounds like. And who is telling your mother that she has to pay them money? So she got um, a letter, um, the, the actual letter from the lawyer is, it's a lawyer for a specific porn producer. And, and where is that lawyer located? There, the suit was actually fought, or the, the letter. legal action is taking place in Washington, D.C. Now, wait a second. 
You get a letter from a lawyer in Washington, D.C. is one thing. You have a lawsuit filed against you in Washington, D.C., that's another thing. Was she served papers, or did she get a letter from a lawyer, and that's all? So far, she's gotten a letter from a lawyer saying that if she didn't pay uh, $3,500 by August 31st or $4,500 by September 14th, that they may formally add her to a list of defendants to be named in a lawsuit. Yeah, forget about it. You know, um, first of all... It sounds like now the adult movie industry is acting like the music recording industry, you know? So um, this this lawyer has no idea about the circumstances. All they know is that a computer using your mother's Internet connection was used to download dirty movies, right? That's it. They're going to have to prove your mother did it. I, I, I Look... If they sue her, they're going to have to do depositions and other things. It's very expensive. They may want to subpoena your mother's computer. I would just send them a letter explaining the situation, but I would not send them any money. Absolutely not. You know? Well, she doesn't have it to send anyway. Okay. So write them back a letter saying, you know, as a matter of fact, I wouldn't even answer it. I would just write back a letter saying my mother didn't do this. There's a mistake. She's 68 years old and she has no money. Is she receiving any government assistance or just on Social Security? Yeah, she's on Social Security. Okay. You say my mother has no assets. She received Social Security. She's 68 years old. She did not do this. It must be some mistake. And we're not sending you any money. And I would leave it at that to hell with them. Okay. (laughs) Okay. All right. Don't worry about it. But look, look what's going on, everybody. Look, what's going on is. You let somebody else use your internet connection, or you let somebody hook up to your Wi-Fi, right? And they download some pornography, or they download some other things, you know, some recordings, and you could get sued for it. I think the time has come to keep your Wi-Fi connections to yourself and people you trust. Don't let strangers use it, that's for sure. Makes another good reason to put passwords on your Wi-Fi thing before you can get into it. Who knows what they can download, and apparently it comes back to your address, your IP address. See that? You didn't know that was an old call. You never heard it. You don't know nothing. It's a show. Let me give you some more interesting good news. Right now, if I was on terrestrial radio, I spit on them. If I was on one of those commercial radio stations, we'd be going to four minutes of boring commercials right now, and who knows how many of you would be back. Guess what? No commercials. I'm doing the whole show from start to finish. No commercials. I'm going to be putting this show out. Well, here's why I'm doing this. Let me tell you right now why I'm doing this. Because I got nothing else to do. I mean, I had the hours from three to four to do a radio show. I've done radio over 20 years. I love doing radio. I got a studio in my office. I see clients, but I love doing that radio. And I don't care if nobody listens. I'm going to do this show and put it out there. I'm going to put it out there, and they will hear. Thank you, Kevin Costner. You got that? They will hear. There's no point in me giving you a phone number, because the phone numbers aren't working yet. We're going to do a show just to keep it going. We'll use old calls, good old calls. And when we get the phone lines in, we'll start taking live calls. We'll figure it out. You'll call in. You know, we'll call you back. There are lots of ways to do it. Don't worry about it. Let's do the next call. Here we go. Sarah in Los Gatos. Why are you calling a lawyer? I'm calling because my 15-year-old niece has gotten pregnant. 15. Uh, 15. Ugh, go on. Uh, the boy involved is 16, so they're both underage. And the boy's parents are giving my sister and her family a very hard time about 
uh, how they have some rights about the disposition of the child. So you, your niece is not going to have an abortion. She's going to have the child. She's not. She's too far along, and the boy's parents actually uh, were involved, uh, as we understand it, to coerce her into not telling her parents until she was too far along. Idiots. Idiots. Yeah. So, But she's going to put the kid up for adoption. Well, she's not sure yet. It's possible that her parents... Um, How old are her parents? They're in their 30s. Wait a minute. If the kid is 15, the mother must have had this kid when she was 16 herself. No, no. She was 20, 21. Oh, I got it. Okay, well, they can raise another kid if they want. You know. Do your math. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they got it. Okay. I, I... Yeah, they're young enough to raise another one. They have a younger sibling who's about 11. So it's not outrageous for them to do that. Or it's possible they'll put the baby up for adoption. Do not give the baby to that boyfriend's family. They sound like lunatics to me, yeah, manipulative really. lunatics. Okay, yeah. here's how it works. We looked up the law. You called yesterday, yes. and the question really is, here's the issue. What right does the father or the father's family have to prevent an adoption? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's the, question. that's the question. All right, and here's how it works. If you're married, you know, if, you, if you're married to your wife and she's pregnant, the only way the child can be adopted against the father's wishes, if the court, they have to terminate his parental rights because he's a bad father or because he has had no relationship with the child, okay. if you're married, things like that. But if you're living with your wife and, and you know, she wants to have, put it up for adoption, they need, if you're signed, you got, you got to sign, they're not going to let him. But these two kids are not married. No. First of all, His crazy parents, the grandparents, do not have a right to prevent an adoption. Only the father does. Mm -hmm. And the court can terminate his parental rights much more easily than if he was married. Since, you know, your niece is 15 and he's 16, they're not married. The way it works is the mother can put the child up for adoption. If the father doesn't want to do it, he he doesn't have to sign anything, do anything. She can put the kid up for adoption. If the father wants to object... He has to petition the court to establish his paternity. If he succeeds, then the judge decides whether or not to terminate his parental rights based on the best interests of the child. You know, if you're married, the wife or the mother has to prove the father's a bad person. With these kids, they just have to say it's in the best interests of the child. I would recommend one more thing. Uh When your 15-year-old niece gives birth Uh and they say, who's the father? Don't tell them. Leave it off the birth certificate. Less chance they'll make the kid crazy as he gets older. Got it? You don't have to say that. Say, I don't know, or something like that. Don't name him on the birth certificate. if he Because that, that establishes paternity and gives him a right to make trouble, a little bit more trouble. If she doesn't name him, then he's got to go for a test and blood tests and lawyers. Are his parents going to spend five, seven grand on a lawyer to stop this? Probably not. No. You want me to say that again? The most important thing is she can do it. Your niece's family can do it. Get away from that 16-year-old kid and his family. Your niece should not see them anymore. They don't do her any good. And when she gives birth and they say, who's the father? Don't answer. Say, no name, okay? I don't, a little off difficult to say, but say, I don't know, okay? What's the best way to get the kid's parents off her case? Have a lawyer write a letter to them with this? No, just, are they calling her at home? They're, I'm not sure exactly how they're. (laughs) Here's the problem. How, How pregnant is she? Uh, she's uh, tw- about 23 weeks along. She's got about another three months to go. So she's showing already, right? Yeah. She's, she's 15. Not- she's in high school. She's pregnant. Yeah. She's she lonely. She probably looks him up lunchtime and hangs out with him, you know? Yeah. She still loves him. She's oh, carrying yeah. his baby. 
So what are you going to do? You know, I, I mean, just mind your own business. The, the, <laughs> you, you start telling this 15-year-old girl she can't see him, she'll run away with him to Nevada or something. Yeah. You know? What can you do? They're crazy. Ignore them. All right? Yep. Okay. Good luck. Thank okay. you. Bye -bye. All right. You got a 15-year-old daughter? Chances are she needs some birth control. You know, they're kids nowadays. You know what I'm talking about. So, again, if I was on a radio station now, which I'm not, you're listening on a podcast, there'd be a commercial right now. No commercials here. Listen to this better than NPR because I'm not doing any things where I'm going to be begging you for two weeks to send in money. You got it? This is not Pledge Week. But here's what you have to do. If you're getting this show, you're podcasting it, right? So what you ought to do is subscribe to iTunes. When you're in iTunes, you click a little button. It says subscribe. They will send you the show every single day. And do me a favor. Will you rate it? Give it the five stars. If you like this show, rate it. The more ratings you get, the more we're going to get iTunes attention, the more buzz we'll get about the show. And again, it's a small audience and we have to grow it. So you have to tell some friends about it. Because once we start taking calls, when I get my phone lines in, you know, I got fired on Thursday. Who the hell knew what was happening? We'll have the phone lines in soon. Once I start taking calls, the larger the audience, the more people listening to the podcast, the more weirdos we're going to get. You got it? And you, you don't want to hear my dishwasher don't work. You don't care about that. What you care about is help. Here's your favorite call. Help. I'm 22 years old. My boyfriend's stoned on speed, and he just tore my bra. And because it's the internet, now I can say this, and my tits are showing, and he showed it to everybody. How do you like that? I'm going to give you some dirty words. Get ready for it. We can do the internet. I won't do it gratuitously. But shit, I got my own show now. All right, let's go back to some more calls. Francis in Lafayette, why are you calling a lawyer? Well, um, in the midst of uh, getting a divorce, uh, my soon-to-be ex uh, forged my signature on checks attached to the equity line of credit. Was the equity and, line of credit for your house? Yes. And whose name was the house in? Uh, both our names. Okay, please go on. Um, the contract is, uh, is only in my name. With the equity line of credit. So he had to forge your name to take the money out of the bank? Yes. Okay, please go. When did that happen? Um, it was um, like a year into the separation. About when? Um, about when? Like? 2008, uh, 2009, and one last one in 2010. All right. And when did you find out about this? Um, August last year. August 2010. Yes. Are you divorced now? Yes. You got divorced after August 2010? Uh, divorce was uh, um, October 2010. Yeah, okay. So you found out about it in August, got the final divorce and everything done in 2010. See, he stole money from you. You yes. could sue him uh, for conversion, but the statute of limitations is three years. Three years. But here's the problem. I bet you signed a marital settlement agreement when you got divorced. You know, you found that in August 2010. Right. And then you got divorced in October 2010. And between August and October, you probably signed some kind of marital settlement agreement, right? Correct. And it spells out what's yours and what's his. Correct. And you were aware of the money he took out of the line of credit when you signed the marital settlement agreement. 
So um, right, well, once yeah. the marital settlement agreement is signed, you can't go back and ask for more money unless you can prove fraud. And there's no fraud because you knew about it before you signed the marital settlement agreement. Uh, I have a question for you. Okay. Why didn't you start yelling and screaming and jumping up and down when you first found out about it? Um, because of the children. Because I wanted to report him to the police and yeah. to Bank of America for the forgery department. Absolutely. But I didn't want him to lose his job either. Is he still working now? Yes. And is he sending your child support? Um, I know you hate him, but is he sending child support? There, there is support. Yeah. Uh, it's more mar- marriage and a little bit of child And how old are the kids? Um, 13 and 14. I mean, what's the point? You're going to sue him. He'll poison the kids about you. You know, he'll poison, say terrible things to the kids about you. And you're probably not going to get any money. I'm sorry this happened to you, but let it go. Okay? Okay. There you go. So wait, all the women out there who are listening to you and understand what happened, give them some wise words of wisdom, Francis. Take action. <laughs> Take what'd you learn from this, Francis? <laughs> don't don't be proactive. How about never get married? Oh, how about never? Yeah, huh? <laughs> Are you remarried now? No, no. Did I'm Prince not Charming sure come around yet? Pardon? Has Prince Charming shown up? No, not yet. <laughs> so wait for the guy on a white charger. You know what I mean? Going to really? do. <laughs> oh, just a few boyfriends on the side that you don't marry. Not such a bad idea, right? Right, of course. Now, listen to this. No commercials right now. But again, this is a podcast. You go to iTunes. I've said that already, and you're listening. You know, if you didn't do that, you wouldn't be listening, so I don't have to repeat that. Here's what you can do. You can't call in, but you can send me an email, lentillum.com, L-E-N-T-I-L-L-E-M. Just len at lentillum.com or just lentillum.com, L-E-N-T-I-L-L-E-M, like Mary. Send me an email what you think about it, and will you tell a friend? All right. You haven't heard these calls before, so stop sitting there fetching and complaining. Oh, he's doing old calls. It's better I'm doing old calls than doing nothing. You know, I don't have phone lines. We're getting them. I got fired so quickly. Really? Well, you know, got kicked in the ass and it'll happen again. But uh, it's my own podcast. So uh, I guess you could be listening anywhere in America, anywhere in the world, if you think about it. It's the Internet. And we'll be taking calls from all over. I'll solve legal problems in Russia and Shanghai, too. Don't worry. If I don't know the answer, I will make it up. What's happening, Stephen? Why do you need a lawyer? Um, I had this girlfriend, an ex-girlfriend I met in college. Uh, she, she ended up being pregnant. And she probably, this happened about, about two years ago. And she told me probably like a year ago, back in like, August that, or October actually, told me that time wise it wasn't you know it wasn't my kid. You're not the on. father. Yeah. Okay. So, so in, in in knowing that, like later, probably around January last year, um, I get notifications from the state of Kansas coming after me for her benefits that she was getting. In other words, so, she and, told Kansas, the state of Kansas, you're the daddy. Yeah. And you're not. Yeah. Are you paying then, child support through Kansas to her? No, I haven't paid anything. Okay, are they after you? Um, they were after me. They were after me for like the past like six months. Uh-huh. And like I was going back and forth with their attorney saying like, hey, I'm ready to take the test, but I can't do it in Kansas. I got to do it here. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
And then so she and so the attorney said like, oh yeah, we'll find a place. But then when it came down to it, and I asked the attorney like, hey, Jim, tell me a place somewhere in my county, you know, that I can go to and get this done. And then late, and then she started diverting away from that and trying to. Are they after you for money now? Um, not now. They, they dropped actually, it. So why are they not after you? You haven't paid anything. You're not the father. I'm not clear. Why are you calling me? Because I want to, because I don't feel like I was treated equally. And I was wondering about, like, suing the state of Kansas for defamation of character. Oh, how old are you? I'm 20. Okay. I want to take your case for nothing all the way to the U.S. Supreme Court. Get out of here. Not a chance. Look, you want to sue the state of Kansas and you're in Los Banos. There's no point to suing them. This isn't a, a collection agency case where the state of Canvas, Kansas, they're not covered by what they call the, the, the Fair Debt Collection Practices Act. It's like suing the IRS because the IRS decided to audit you. You can't win. Forget about it. You could sue the ex-girlfriend for libel for claiming you're the father when you're not, but she's already getting welfare in Kansas. She ain't got nothing. So you're not going to get money from her. Forget about it. And... um. Keep using condoms, Steve. That's my advice to you. Thank God you did, right? Oh, yeah. Amen. All right. You don't need to be a daddy at 20. Leave him alone. Get on with your life. Go find 10 more new girlfriends, which you probably will, you lucky dog. Right? He's young, 20. Can you imagine those beautiful women in front of him? If you're old, right? If you're old, what's the point? Really? All right. So we're going to do one more call. That's going to wrap up our first podcast today. Remember... Will you give me a rating on iTunes? Send me an email at lentillum.com and come back tomorrow. We're going to do a daily show. Soon it'll be live. But in the meantime, let's all stay together. Really? What? If, this was fun. And no commercials. How do you like that? Goodbye, terrestrial radio. Terrestrial. Terrestrial. Terrestrial radio. Get the hell out of here. Who needs it anymore? Stinking commercials and bore. And owners, they can kiss my ass, those owners, those bastards. I've had it with station owners. Nothing worse. Frank in Santa Rosa, how come you're calling a lawyer? Hi, Lynn. I'm calling because I have a, <clears throat> I own a fourplex, had it for 11 years, always maintained it impeccably. Uh, got to a point where I was renting out rooms, and uh, the reason why I rented out rooms in two-bedroom, uh, one-bathroom apartments is because I was renting, to, renting them to families, and the families were, in turn, uh, subletting rooms. So after, you know five years of watching this happen and watching them dilapidate the property, uh, me and my maintenance man came up with the idea to just rent out single rooms. I got it. So you're renting out rooms in your house. Why are you calling me? I'm calling you because I have a woman who is a tenant in a single room who is suing me because she claims that there was mold in her room. She has a history of suing landlords. Um, I talked to some uh, former landlords uh, in the same town that she lived in. She signed the rental agreement with a fictitious name. She has a lot of fictitious. Do you have anyway, do you have landlord insurance? Landlord insurance. You got insurance uh, that covers you. You own this. What is it? A fourplex. Yeah. You own this building. If the mailman slips on the floor, do you have insurance to cover you for that? Do you have insurance on the building? I have insurance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Liability yeah. insurance. Yes. I, well, I probably I, knowing me, I <laughs> I have the limited. You know, limit. I have basically what I need and no more. Well, okay, a few things. Everybody who's a landlord, listen to me. Okay. There are people out there who make a living or just continually sue landlords to stretch it out. If you learn how to do it, it's not so hard. You can do it yourself. So 
What you should have done, every landlord, before you sign a lease, you should run a credit check on every single potential tenant. Because if you ran a credit check on her, you would have seen all these suits come up. You got it? Mm-hmm, that's true. You would have known she was a problem and you wouldn't have done it. Right. Well, as it stands now, I received a summons to go to court. Yeah, that's, that's a I'm summons and complaint. When did you get that? Uh, uh, three weeks ago. If you don't answer the complaint, you were served. She could take a default judgment against you. Mm-hmm. So, and the last thing... Oh, I'm sorry to interrupt. Go ahead. Go ahead. The last thing I'd like to say is just that, I, well, my property, I've had it for 11 years, is, is it's upside down. I don't have any money other than the rental income. You go to work every day? Yes. If you don't answer the complaint, she will take a default judgment against you. You will automatically lose. She's probably asking for a million dollars. So you've got to answer the complaint to stop that. Mm-hmm. If, uh, wait, okay. wait, okay. if she gets a default judgment against you, she can garnish your paycheck. She mm-hmm. can take other property from you, even though yeah, this rental's upside down, she can mm-hmm. still make trouble for you. Mm-hmm. The lawsuit is a personal injury lawsuit concerning a problem with the rental property. You have insurance. You should be covered. Your insurance company, thank God if you have it, will pay for your lawyer. So you call up your insurance company saying, I'm the landlord, I got insurance, I'm being sued. Take care of it. That's why you have insurance. Got it? I got it. Immediately call your insurance company. If they say you're not covered for this, you better get an answer filed right away. Call me tomorrow. I'll tell you what to do, okay? Okay, great. But your insurance company should do it. People, if you own a house, if you own a car, if you own a rental property, I don't like insurance companies. I dump them all the time. But I'll tell you something. I've got insurance up the kazoo. Thank God for insurance companies when you get sued because they do a really good job and you have to have insurance. Enough said. And they also have good lawyers. Really. You ever try to sue an insurance company? They don't give up nothing. So that's it for today. First podcast is done. I will be back tomorrow with another podcast and we're getting the phone lines installed. Soon it'll be live calls. In the meantime, we are busily selecting old great calls, both from KGO days and KKSF. You don't remember them anyway. You can't remember nothing, right? I mean, you don't even remember this show anymore. Just remember to come back tomorrow. Len Tillum, take care.